Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Reality Realness with three S's. I'm your host here, Chantel Francis, with my amazing co-hosts, Michelle and Matthew here today. How are you doing, Michelle? So good. I'm so excited for today. What an exciting Monday. Brighten my week. Exciting Monday it (laughs) is. And Matthew is also here with us. How are you doing, Matthew? I'm good. There's a uh, famous saying that goes, there's three sides to every story. Tyson's side, Sarah's side, and the (laughs) truth. So I'm excited to get to the truth today. (laughs) Yes, let's get to the truth that will be unveiled. Hopefully we'll be able to get some insights on what was going on with the Challenge USA Season 1. But before we get our special guest in here, we do have somebody that you guys all know and love but may have missed for the last couple of seasons. We have our friend and co-host Fanta is back to have a conversation with us. Yes, Fanta. How are you? Where have you been? Give us a little synopsis of like what your challenge journey has been to get to this point today. Oh my gosh. It's so good to see you guys again. I've been, um, I've been, I have another, I have a a business with my family and uh, they have a location in the States. So I've kind of been back and forth. Uh, But I have not missed a single episode of Challenge USA. Uh, It was like surprisingly such a fun watch. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to like be that challenging. Um, I thought they were going to make it like pretty easy for them. So uh, I had a ton of fun watching it this season. So we've been missing your cackle. Um, And so hopefully you'll have a couple cackles here today. But our guest of honor, we have today the winner of the challenge USA, Danny McRae is in the house. How y'all doing? I'm I'm so happy to be here. I've been listening to y'all for the entire season. So, uh, So super excited to kind of get into this. I know it's a lot of questions and a lot of rumors going around about season and the the the, uh, the final specifically so ready to answer all the questions yes oh my god that's so it's so exciting just to have like just to maybe figure out what the truth is because we have been hearing so many stories and we have our our own perspective as like to what might have gone on and what is happening and what they're showing us against what they're not showing us so definitely getting to the bottom of this will be really cathartic i think for all of us watching and you know participating here but my first question is how did you get involved with cbs in general we all love reality tv we know that you were on survivor 41 how did you get involved in that show? And then in turn, how did you get involved in the challenge? Uh, yeah, so honestly, I'm, I, I retired from football in 2015. Uh, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm going through that kind of transition phase of all my friends are now at work and I'm sitting at home. <laughs> my wife is at work. She was a school teacher at the time. So I just have all this time on my hands. So I started looking for shows to watch and uh, came up on one of these streaming services. I saw Survivor like season 16. And I'm like, I remember this back from 2000, but I was watching WWF wrestling. So let me give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. So watched the first episode, was hooked ever since. Uh, then my wife came and she started watching it with me. And I'm sitting on the couch, you know, being that guy. Yeah, I could do that. I can do that. And she looks at me and she's like, well, why don't you go try it? Why don't you go try it? I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. All right, this is 2016. So I'm like, can I go? We're not married yet. She's like, 
nah, you, you, you can't go yet. You can't go <laughs> leaving me here doing all whatever. I'm like, okay. As soon as we get married, I say, thinking about going on Survivor. She makes the uh, audition video for me. They call me back the next day. And the rest is history. I, I was going on that season, but uh, COVID hit. So we had to wait. Uh, and we started back up in 2021. Super cool. And so was now the reason, like, because you were on Survivor, you know, 41, you're part of the CBS family. Was that how you got introduced to the challenge? Because this is a new concept to CBS. How did you get involved in this season? And how much do you love the challenge? No, so I, listen, me, that's another thing me and the wife do together is watch the challenge. We watch, we grew up watching Real World, uh, watch the challenge versus, I mean, uh, Real World versus uh, Real World. We did all that. So now we watch the challenge together before I ever thought about going on. And this is why the My Wife Kiki thing became <laughs> such, a, such a running uh, running thing every week because they asked me the same question. And I said, listen, I was signing up for Survivor, right? I just wanted to go out there and see if I could do what they were doing on that show, see how far I could make it. And the agreement that I made with my wife was, hey, can I go on Survivor? She said, yes, you can go on Survivor, but I've been seeing people from Survivor on the challenge. My dream is the challenge. So... If I say yes to Survivor and the challenge calls, you have to go. That's how that came about. And they asked me. So then after that, they were like, so since Kiki watches the show, then what would Kiki say in this moment? And it just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's production's fault. <laughs> hey, I love it, man. Happy life, happy life. She, she, she loved it. She loved it. We got to see Zoe on TV, her. So it was, it was a family moment. So, uh, so Danny, one of um, one of the things we've been hearing a little bit since the season ended was that um, some some people on the cast are claiming that in their contracts they were told there wasn't going to be physical eliminations, there wasn't going to be a normal final. Uh, we've heard that from a few different parties. When you got that call initially, were you expecting it to be pretty much a normal final, or were you under the impression it was going to be a challenge light? Uh, no, I expected the final to be the same. I did ask the question about hall brawls and seeing how physical it was going to be because, you know, contrary to popular belief, I don't want to get in there and be running <laughs> about football either. Like, I don't have anything to gain from it, but everybody has something to gain from, like, winning against the NFL player, right? So I'm like, yeah. listen, I'm, I, I played football for six years. I made it through without getting seriously injured. I'm not looking forward to going in here with some people who are trying to prove a point against me. And they're like, yeah, it's not going to be like that. Uh, we don't plan on having anything like that in the challenge. So they did say it. I'm not sure if it was in the contract or not. And I'm pretty sure that people didn't like go in and read every line. But we were told, well, I was told that that wouldn't be uh, in the challenge. But the final, we didn't even talk about the final. I just assumed that we were going to make it there and that was going to be a normal final like we uh, are used to seeing on the challenge. And so, well, speaking of Kiki and the challenge, would it ever be possible for you to both be playing on a Bloodlines type season? Like, is that something that you guys talked about, thought about? Would you say yes? What are your feelings there? Uh, listen, it, would, it, it wouldn't be soon just because we have the two-year-old. So having both parents away for an extended period of time is rough. Uh, my wife is not accustomed to it. She talked about Ibiza. We left for four days and on day four, she was ready to catch a flight back. I'm, like, so I'm, not, I'm not sure how soon it will happen, but I'm up for it. Uh, it just depends on what uh, what the what the situation looks like with Zoe. 
I would love to see that. Um, how was it seeing TJ in person? You know, would you were you starstruck? Who were you more starstruck for? Were Jeff Probst or or TJ Lavin? Uh, it was, I would say uh, TJ Lavin just because TJ Lavin is, is a sports guy. Uh, I remember like growing up playing Tony Hawk and being into BMX and doing all that stuff. So it's like it's a guy who I've been seeing since I was younger. Jeff, I didn't watch Survivor until I, you know, until 2015. So wasn't really like oh, I gotta go meet Jeff Pros, but seeing TJ there it was it was just a little different just because of the sports connection. So now that you've played both, you played Survivor, you played the challenge. Do you feel like the challenge you're like this is where I fit? Would you ever go back to Survivor? Uh, survivors don't know <laughs> just because <laughs> I know I sound like a broken record with this, but the hourglass twist it ruined going on Survivor. It was an amazing experience. I think I got what I what I needed out of it. Uh, I had a moment of clarity out there, so I'm thankful uh, to Survivor, but probably never going back. I think the challenge is more fitting for me. Uh, maybe a little bit more physical. Like, I know they said it was, like, no hall brawls and stuff, but we've mm-hmm. seen, like, physical eliminations that didn't didn't involve you running into each other, right? They're, like, bungeeing people together and seeing who can reach, uh, reach the pole and stuff like that. So I think there are more physical ways uh, to implement some of the challenges that have been on MTV. Uh, I think that is more fitting for me, not, not that much. Not one, that much. One, thing, um, one thing I've been saying basically the whole season, I, I'm a huge football fan myself, and um, – I, one thing I've been saying all season is if you get Danny into a physical elimination, this is what he this is what he made a living doing. He's going to destroy anyone, whether it's on the CBS or MTV version. I know you mentioned that um, you don't necessarily want to be doing that. You don't want to see a CT or a Fessy in a hall brawl. But if you were to see them, you would kick their ass, right? Two things. Okay. I, I, listen, I never, I never said I didn't want to see anybody in the hall, bro. <laughs> listen, I don't, I don't mind. I know what I signed up for. I know it's a chance of it happening. I, like I didn't read the contract to say that whatever. I'm just saying that if it's, if I'm not dying to go in to prove anything. All right. And my, my thing is, I believe if I do go in, whoever I'm going up against. They have this thing in their mind of like, I have to prove something. So when I go home, I get to say, this is what I did against this NFL guy. And that is the type of things that leads to injuries, right? Especially if you don't know how to actually tackle someone. Like if you just run in there and dive in my legs, then all of a sudden I'm getting injured and I'm, you know, for what? Like Kyle's broken finger, for example. (laughs) I've seen some guys pop their finger right back in place and go out there and play the second half of a football game. So shout out to Kyle, man. He he still did it. So you're 100% a competitor. We know this. You know, you play professional sports. Um, How did you feel? Let's get into it. About so many of your competitors quitting in TJ's final, how did that how did that feel? I mean, when when I found out that it happened, I was excited because I knew I was going to pull back into the pot. Yeah, <laughs> was, give me your money, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I was I was super surprised, but once I heard why, and like I actually went up that mountain, and then I got to that point to where it was freezing cold, trying to do Sudoku, where the boards are blowing all over the place, and uh, people's hands are freezing, and I know how cold it was up there, um, so. For somebody who may not be used to, to doing that type of uh, work in that, man, the climate was horrible. 
uh, in that type of climate, then I, I get it. I get it, especially if you're already kind of checked out and you feel like you don't know how to do Sudoku and you don't have a chance at actually finishing this. I mean, I, I understand. I was more surprised at Tyson just because I figured that he knew a little bit more about Sudoku. But, of course, after I passed him up and, and I was going to win, then he was pretty much doing that for, like, 20K. And I don't think that gets Tyson out of bed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you have, like, it's for the people that quit before that Sudoku, a.k.a. Enzo and then Angela, how do you feel about those situations? Are you as upset as we were about Desi losing her opportunity? Yeah, listen, me, me, Desi, and Dom, uh, we started an alliance on, like, maybe, like, the second or third challenge to where we had been working together for the entire season to make sure we all made it to the end. So the celebration that we had once we found out that we made it up until her then being eliminated, like, three minutes into the final, I was upset. I'm sitting there and I'm like, if I could have, I would have probably cursed Enzo out just because I'm like, hey, bro, you you know what you're doing here. We've done these multiple swimming challenges. If you had anything in your mind saying that you were going to quit, you should have just let David win. <laughs> Don't go ahead and waste, waste somebody else's time. But then also the game in me says, hey, listen, I got cash out because I was scared of something like that happening to me. The women were trying to get Enzo out uh, when they could, but he just – found a way to win those eliminations. Oh, it must have been so frustrating because as a viewer, I was like, couldn't they just bring David back? Is he already back home? Like, bring him back on. We've definitely seen them bring players in in the final hour. Or why didn't they maybe pair up Desi with the other solo female? Because that would have been an interesting way to kind of solve the problem with, unfortunately, Ben not being able to compete. So were these things talked about or an option? Like, why did Uh, it happen? No, I, don't, I think after TJ said it at the beginning of the final, when he said, hey, if if your partner's out, you're out, I think that was pretty much it. Um, I wasn't and I wasn't surprised about it just because we had seen this in previous seasons. I think the most recent one was was maybe was it Tech and and Ayana and Ayana on, on, uh, on All Stars. And then we seen it with Casey and Fessy. Uh, when one of them was out, the other one's out. So I wasn't surprised. I just don't think we've seen it happen so early to where we're like, really <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't started yet. Like, like he has a life jacket on. I, I'm like, you could just float, like, just like if- any, anything, anything. But I guess the water, the water was really cold. No, it, it wasn't that, that it was cold because we had the wetsuits on, so it was cold, but it wasn't unbearable. The waves were were unlike anything that I had ever swam in before. I don't like swimming open water. I go to the beach every once in a while. But as we were getting on that platform, you could see how like shaky it was. We're looking at the boats that have that have the cameras on there, and it takes them about five minutes to get those situated because they like they're about to run into each other because the waves are so so uh, rugged. Um, okay. So when we hop off, even Sarah, like Sarah, will tell you, she had a panic a panic motor, and she wasn't uh, as accustomed to swimming as she was, she probably would have been in the same uh, situation as Enzo to like, maybe, maybe I'm not going to make it through this swim. It was, it, it was some, it was some rough waves. Um, uh, so Danny, uh, there was a theme of the season was the pre-existing relationship. So we saw what unfolded with the cookout. We obviously saw Tyson, Sarah and Ben had some bad blood coming into the season. Was there anyone on the cast when you showed up, when you showed up to the compound that you recognized that you had met before? Any relationships um, coming into the game? 
No, I, I think my previous relationship was uh, with Shan. Um, I think, so, <laughs> right. I, so I ended up voting Shan. I, we were in an alliance. I ended up voting her out um, on a on a truly a miscommunication or, or somebody kind of spilling some beans that they shouldn't have. And then afterwards, we had kind of gone back and forth on a couple podcasts where she may have said some things and then I had to go try to correct her. So we hadn't talked before we had gotten onto the show. So when I got there, our relationship was was rocky, to say the least. And, you know, within like a few days, we were able to figure it out. So it didn't end up being one of those like Sarah and Ben's or Sarah and Tyson's or, or the cookout type of situations. We actually became friends and, and tried to work together. And then, uh, was- oh, sorry, go ahead. All three of us at the same time. In, in regards to your uh, strategy then, like, I mean, the edit showed that you kind of hung back a little bit more. You kind of hung back a little bit more. Um, was that intentional? Like, did you really like, were you just kind of like, I'm just going to kind of go there and feel it out? Or did you kind of have like a game plan? Is that kind of a strategy you feel like you're going to just kind of continue to use moving forward? Yeah, I think I think opposite of Survivor, uh, once you get on the challenge and you find out that it's partners, it's, it's easier for then a guy like me to not have to do all of the extra to form alliances because most of the people are saying, hey, that's the NFL guy. If we're going to partner with somebody, we want it to be him. Then also, that's the NFL guy. If we throw him into elimination, and he comes <laughs> more likely to come back, and then we have to face that. So I don't have to do all of the things that I was trying to do on Survivor with making these alliances and make sure we were making these big moves to try to vote each other out, uh, you know, to get voted in to win the game. So I was able to kind of sit back, but we had we had a Survivor alliance, and then we had another alliance in the Survivor alliance where it was me, Tasha, Dom, uh, Shan, and Desi. And then within that alliance, we also had me, Desi, and Dom. So we had a lot of stuff going on. We had I had Cinco and Xavier, who I was cool with. Um, I think I, I think I covered most of the bases to where I wasn't really worried as long as I didn't come in last. That all I had to do was find a way to win one of those challenges, and I would be in the final. And keep in mind, at this time, we had no idea what the money was for. We just knew we needed five k uh, mm-hmm. to be qualified. So we didn't know that we get to keep keep it at the end. We didn't know if it would be for like an advantage once you get to the final. So I'm like, I just need 5K and and I'm okay. So for most of the season, you weren't like really in the, in the edit. It was a lot about Tyson, a lot about Angela, a lot about what was going on with them. And so is there anything that you didn't get to show like, or that we didn't see about like you and like your journey in this game? Like obviously you're saying that you had a lot of alliances here, but like it seemed like, the whole show was going to be about Tyson and Angela. And then you come in there and like come in for the win. And that's like, do you feel maybe a little bit under edited and that you didn't really get to have your story fully told? Like, what are your thoughts here? Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it was anything crazy. I think those alliances and me, Dom and Desi working together to figure out how to make it to the end. I will say there was one thing where me and Colin had a conversation to where it was assumed, well, I assumed that we were on the same page, right? That we're going to work together. I wasn't in the money alliance, but he was like, hey, I want to make sure that all the, the strongest and best competitors make it to the end so they can represent the USA. And, you know, I'm like, okay, all right. And he says, you know, so who do you, I think he had power at this time. So he's like, who do you not want to go in? I was like, Shan's the only person that, that I'm worried about, right? So as long as it's not Shan. Shan at that time was partnered with Xavier, right? So he's like, listen, all right, appreciate it. I think we're good. We shook hands taking that into consideration. I'm thinking, okay, we just made a deal, so Shan is okay. Then they throw Shan in. 
So for the next two weeks, um, I'm doing everything I can to make sure that um, Kylan, um, DX, and uh, Alyssa are out of the game. So um, me and Dom are coming up with how how can we make this happen? Uh, what are the best ways to move forward? And luckily, it happened. But the reason they didn't show it is because I didn't win. So it wasn't like I was the one making the moves to get it done. And then they didn't kind of put the spotlight on the Dom and me and Desi's uh, relationship. So there's it's really nothing for them to show. But I went in like every week, like, yeah, this is Shan's Revenge. It's your new Villomantum. <laughs> it never got shown, but I mean, I don't I don't really care. I mean, I, I was there for the money, not, not for, you know, to say I ran the game or anything like that. I just want to win some money, come back home, tell the wife I want so we can do a little celebrate. <laughs> Well, you know, that that is really cool. Like, it's it's so self-aware because, yeah, like, when you do watch these shows, like, there are a lot of people who are just fighting to be in the forefront, to be like, these are all the things that I need to do. But you see all that work, and then in the end, a lot of those situations don't end up with anything. Um, so it's it's cool. I don't think I've ever really heard any contestants say, like, hey, like, I don't – I'm aware that, like, I've I've played NFL or I've done this, I've done that. So that puts me in this position. This is what I need to do. I'm not going to work any work this or do this extra work because uh, that that is also a strategy in it in and of itself. Well, listen, it, it felt good after my time on Survivor, where I had to like constantly like hide the fact that I did play just because they might vote you out because you're an NFL former NFL player and all this other stuff and making up all these stories. So this was a, definitely a breath of fresh air where it was like, all right, I can talk about who I am, what I can do. And then also you have to show it. But once you show it, then it's like, all right, yeah, we, we're good. We're good. Nobody wants to deal with the repercussions of throwing somebody in and them coming back. And then they also want to be your partner. It's just it, this one was made for me. I'll take that. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> we uh, we heard some rumblings in some interviews with uh, other contestants that after the Tyson move on Sarah, things got very heated with uh, Sarah, Cash, Tyson, Ben, Dom. Where did you stand in all of that? What were you hoping was going to come from that uh, Tyson and Sarah blow up? Was was there a side that you were on more so than the other? Uh, I, I wouldn't say that I was on the side. I think at that time uh, we were trying to figure out the Survivor Alliance and how it was working between Tyson, Sarah, and Ben. At that point, nobody really knew. Like It would be information coming from one side that was saying that Tyson was talking, you know, bad about him. And then Tyson would come back and say, I'm not talking about them. They're talking about me. So we had really no idea. Um, but we did know that Tyson and Angela were on the winning side. So I'm like, all right, well, he won. He pulls me to the side a few hours before and like, hey, uh, I'm going to make the move. Are you with me? I'm like, what am I say? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Whatever, whatever you need to do. But I, I did ask him, I'm like, why? Like, why are you doing this? against Sarah because it was actually against Ben. But Ben and Justine were partners, and Justine had been in the money alliance, so he couldn't make the move against Ben, so he made it against Sarah. Um, was I on somebody's side at that time? It was definitely Tyson's side. I wasn't that close to Sarah. But things, like, really changed uh, changed fast in that game, especially, uh, you know, with the fact that you have to change partners every week. I don't think people really took into consideration, like, once you are, are with somebody as a partner, if that partnership is uh, successful, then all of a sudden you have a new friend, 
right? Like I, I didn't want Alyssa in the game because she was a part of getting Shan out. And then we were partners in the containment challenge. And then I had to be reminded that I want, wanted uh, Alyssa out at the end. <laughs> and I was like, like, I'm like, yeah, you should get Kayla out. Of course. He's like, bro, you don't remember? You don't remember? Alyssa, you want to get Alyssa out? Remember? I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're right. We were partners, right? She did good. So, so now I want to keep her. So those part, that partnership thing kind of threw a wrench in a lot of people's plans. How much did you like that? Did you like that it was changing? Uh, I, at first, I didn't, um, but it did make the game a little bit more interesting because now you have to sit up there, you know, as the names are going down, right? You're like, okay, who do I have? Who haven't I had? Do I want them now so I can get it out of the way? Wait, mm-hmm. if I get them now, is this going to be a swimming challenge and they can't swim? <laughs> it, it, it makes everything way more intense. And then when you finally get it, like everybody has these moments to where everybody spreads out. You go find out your partner's strength. You find out their weaknesses, how to talk to them. And then all of a sudden you guys make this bond, right? And then it goes good. And then you see these people, they're all, all of a sudden cool. Like Ben and Justine are cool. They weren't talking before they were partners, but now now they're they're cool in the game and outside of the game. So I think I enjoyed it just because I came from a team sport. And also I didn't get stuff like Cinco. Uh, <laughs> I would be speaking much differently if I was Cinco in that moment. Oh, for sure. Well, how did you actually feel about the algorithm? A lot of people said algorithm. Do you, did you trust in it? Did you believe that it was completely random? Like, what are your thoughts there, if you're allowed to say? No, listen, I, I knew where I was at. I knew I was on a TV show. And I knew they, <laughs> they had put a lot of people together who had uh, history, some good, some bad. So the best way for them to get some of that stuff out is, yeah, put this algorithm in there. Tell them it's random. And then you put Cass and Cinco together. It's random. <laughs> I, think, I think what happened, though, was a lot of it didn't work how they expected. Like, they expected, I assume, Cinco and Cash to, like, butt heads and not be able to work together. But they actually got a lot closer for that one challenge that they were they were together, like, from where they were at the beginning, not speaking to each other, then having to work to each other, after, working together after that. They became much closer, and it was no—you didn't really see any Cinco and Cash drama, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, people were people were bonding, and they were making it happen. You also didn't see people arguing with each other when it went bad, for the most part. I think maybe Dom and Cash were the only two. Ooh, what, what happened there? I, Why yeah, was, it was so gonna... bad? Why was it so bad? Because we're just like, it actually made me, like most of us, think a little bit differently about Dom because we were super fans of Dom from his season of Survivor, mm-hmm. and then. This part of his partnership with um, with Cachet, it made me not that big a fan of his anymore. So, what went on that we missed? Uh, listen, I, because because I'm closer with Dom, I can only tell you, you know, the side that he was giving me. And it was when they were get they were trying to decide like who's going to get on the balance beam, all right, and who's going to run. It was like they were going back and forth, and Dom's like, "I can run. I know I don't look like I can. Whatever." And Cash's like, "No, I, I want to do it." And then they start running after they decide. They start running, and then Cash is like, "Man, I'm so glad that I'm, I'm on a balance beam." So Dom's like, "This girl thinks she knows what she's talking about." We go back and forth and argue about this, and now she says, "You know X Y Z." And then they get to the partnership, and then it just kept leaking on from there, right? Dom's the older guy; he's got like that father type thing of like, "Listen, we just argued the last time, so I think I know what I'm talking about. Just let me let me take control of it." And then it bites him in the butt because he doesn't plug the hole. That were you were you dying watching him not plug the hole? Like no, we, we didn't we didn't I didn't know the rule because they told him about plugging the hole 
when they like take them to the back to like explain the ins and outs of the challenge and tell them how to do it. They TJ didn't say it. They told them that oh. when they were away from us. So I'm, I'm like, okay, they're fine. All right, they'll, he got all the pieces. All we have to do is stack. And then later on, I find out that he almost blew the challenge. Um, <laughs> you know, I think I think their personalities just didn't match. And I'll say this: Cash was trying to play the game. Okay, she was trying to play the game a little bit, even when I was uh, about to vote her in to go into elimination. I remember she walked up to me and was like, "Hey, I just want to let you know, like, you need to work on your social game. You're letting these people use you." Right, people are using you. You need to. I was like, Kev, what are you talking about? Like, you, you're actually about to go in. It's <laughs> 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 not, not the conversation that we need to be having right now. You should be telling me why you shouldn't go in, not telling me why my social game is is not good because I I, I think I'm doing all right. But personalities <laughs> just they just didn't mix. I still think Dom's great. Me and Dom are still friends. I think most of the most of the women in the house still love him. But I can see it. The edit of it was especially brutal. And then after that point, he did get better again. We started to like him a little bit more as it went on. But with Sarah's edit, how much of it was <laughs> accurate? <laughs> how much of it would you say is accurate to her journey? And how much of it do you think was them painting it in the most villainous light possible just to have more dynamics. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm going to say this. From what I know of Sarah, when when I saw her edit, I was like, who is this person? <laughs> who, is, who is this person? I mean, wow. you know, when she went to elimination, she got super excited because she had got blindsided and, you know, the emotions are running and all that stuff. But as far as, like, how she was talking and, you know, being super confident and saying she's going to win and all that stuff, like... I didn't see that in the, in the compound. So I was like, uh, okay, all right. I guess, I guess that, that that's what was going on. But Sarah, in person, this, and this is my first time meeting Sarah when we first got into the compound. I think I've seen her, I've seen her on Survivor or whatever, so I didn't really know her personality. Super fun. Super fun. Super fun. Conversation is great. Very, very deep in, like, what she wants to do. She has goals for, like, other things she wants to do outside of being a police officer and all that stuff. So conversation always flowed. And then when I saw her on her edit, I was like, was I, was I bamboozled? <laughs> but, she, but, she, but she is super confident in, in her abilities, right? And then everybody's also in the house hyping her up. Hey, Sarah, we're scared of you. Sarah, we don't want to go against Sarah. So, of course, it kind of, you know, it probably got, in, got into that, that edit a little bit as well. Well, we always need a villain. Like, we're always starved for a villain, I guess. Yeah. So. What did she bite off again? <laughs> she, listen, she, she'll tell the story one day again but I, what i what i've learned is it was a cobra head it's oh, an inside okay. thing between uh her and enzo but it's much better to be thought of as a turkey leg for the head I, like it, it's, it's, it's much more interesting shout out to tyson because if they said cobra head it would not have been as funny as it was uh, you know thinking as a turkey the memes that they were showing it was they, they were all <laughs> <laughs> you know, she took it on the chin. She's she's fine with it. She laughed about it too. Yeah, I listened to um a couple of like Tyson's podcasts. He was saying that of all the people in the house in the compound, you and him had the same style of humor and laughed at a lot of the same things. And we got like one or two moments between you, but I wish we had gotten a little bit more of your friendship and kind of rapport because I feel like it seemed like you guys were not really connected that much from the edit. Yeah, then, yeah. I did think that was a little weird because I think, so I had never met Tyson. Funny story. Okay. So me, um, 
I'm, I'm, I think I just got called about going on a TV show and people are saying, Hey, listen, I think Tyson's going to be on there. And I'm like, all right, let me go, let me go look, whatever. So I'm on Twitter and Tyson, maybe like two weeks before messaged me on, on Twitter and asked me to come do his podcast. Right. And at this time, I'm hearing that he's going to be on the show. And the date that he asked me to come on is after we leave uh, to go on the show. So I'm like, is this dude filling me out? Like, is he trying to see if I'm going to say, like, let's start an alliance. I'm going on the show or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll do your podcast because I don't want to give anything away. Um, And then (laughs) he messages me uh, right before we leave. was like, hey, not going to be able to do it, whatever. It It could have been me who messaged him, but whatever. So we do that. So then we get on the show and I see him and I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, you send me a message. Were you going to stand me up on this podcast or whatever? And he was like, nah, you going to stand me up? So we kind of joked about that. But as we're like walking into the compound, we're just like shooting these jokes at each other, just back and forth. Like he's, uh, he says he's 6'3". I'm like, bro, you're probably 6'2 and a half. Don't lie to these people. You're trying to send college so you can be better. And literally it was me, me and him cutting jokes for, for six weeks out there. So very strange that they didn't show any of that, but yeah, I would have been obsessed with that. Like so fun. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, look, look, I, I got a friend out of a lot of people on the show. Me and Tyson are cool. Um, I always told him, Hey, say what you want to on your podcast. Not going to take it personal. So I'm sure he won't take anything personal. No, he speaks, he speaks very well of you. <laughs> not, maybe not about everyone, but about you. He clearly, uh, clearly enjoys. enjoys yeah, yeah, listen, what, what, <laughs> What, Ty- what Tyson doesn't respect about me is being an NFL player. And this is and this comes from a lot of people who don't understand what the NFL is because you'll see it and you'll say, hey, these like hall brawls. It's like, oh, of course he wants to do a hall brawl. And then if you – the people who actually know what the game is, you don't see those type of hits in football. Maybe, maybe once every two weeks you'll see where two people really just run straight into each other uh, like you do on the hall, bro. It's it's much more technical. It's much more mental uh, than it is physical once you get out there. And the things that you have to overcome to actually make it that far will put you in the same realm as somebody who may be a triathlon or may be uh, a ultra endurance athlete, right? It's just different types of training that you have to do. And he's like, listen, I, I saw his interview. He's like, well, who do you fear in the final? And he's like, listen, not Danny, unless they're playing football at the top of the mountain. Then. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has never, never seen what it takes to actually be a football player, you know, or NFL football player. He, he's, he's never seen it. He doesn't understand what it is. And that's fine because it ended up, you know, letting me win at the end. Yeah, and also, he knows he knows about pickleball. He knows, knows about, about pickleball. pickleball. So, you know, it's like taking nothing away from him, but you know, <laughs> you gotta put respect on the NFL players' names, man. You see these dudes on Dancing with the Stars. You see them. You see them. Uh, you know, being doctors. Guy named Myron Rose, first round draft pick. Now he's one of the biggest doctors in uh in Florida. It, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot more layers to being a, a football player than just like being able to run into each other. So, Lori has a question much. here. I know, right? Um, so did you ever think about taking Tyson out um, uh, during the game? Uh, no, I, I didn't think about taking him out just because um, – so my thought process of the challenge, because I watched it a lot, is the daily challenges do not correlate to the final, right? And as I'm watching the uh, the challenges go on and I'm, I'm realizing what's happening, right, I'm saying, okay, all right. So the first challenge, he finishes first. 
either me or Cinco finishes second or third. So I was with Shan, Cinco's with Desi. So very close in, in that coming down, I think it was rappelling down a building. Then we do a, a couple uh, challenges where you have to get in the water. He beats them. I'm like, man, this dude's a fish. We get out of the water, and then there's no wins until we get back into the water, right? So as we're going on, I'm like, all right, he can swim, right? But then you have to be able to do everything else as good as you do swimming, right? And then so I'm like, all right, I'm not really worried about it. Not saying I don't respect him as a competitor, but I don't believe that this is a guy who's going to, like, crush me in the final. I'm still going to get a shot. And at the same time, me and him are cool. He's not thinking about taking me out. I'm not thinking about taking him out. So it didn't think about it. Didn't think about it. <laughs> was, there, was there anyone that made you very nervous, like, in the compound where you were like, okay, maybe not necessarily, like, I'm going to get my hands dirty and get rid of this person, but I'm going to put a bug in somebody's ear to get them out? Um... Not really. Um, I think when when the when the whole Ben and Sarah thing was going on, it got it got a little strange um, because Ben would come tell me one thing, and then I would go check with Sarah, and Sarah would say it wasn't said, um, and then I would get them both in the room, and I would say, "Hey, Ben, here's Sarah. Did she say that?" And Sarah's like, "Hey, Ben, did I say that?" And Ben's like, "No." I'm like, "Whoa." What what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't want to be involved. Don't want to be involved. You know what? <laughs> if I get the shot. I might need to take you out because now you're involving me in this, and my whole game is minding the business that pays you. If it doesn't have anything to do with you, then stay out of it. And now you're putting me in mess that I don't need to be in. <laughs> and at that time, it's like five weeks in. I'm like going crazy, and I'm like, man, can I trust Ben? Can I trust Sarah? I have no idea what's going on. Best way to get this over with is to get one of them out of the game, but. Never, never really put any uh, pedal to the metal on that one. It was just like in, in moments, I was like, "Ben, Ben is gonna drive me crazy." <laughs> <laughs> but you like you have like such a level head about everything. Like you did you watch a lot? Of, like you said you were going crazy. Did you watch a lot of people like really start to get squirrely and like think things were happening that weren't like get really paranoid? Yeah, like listen, everybody thinks that everybody is talking about them uh, when when they when everybody separates. Uh, the only people that are, that probably didn't, I think Cinco could feel comfortable uh, not believing that anybody was talking about him because people know the challenge. It's like, what are you going to do with Cinco in an elimination? I think Xavier may have felt the same at one point to where I, he thought he could go in and he could beat anybody because his physical ability, D1 professional, I mean, D1 basketball player is above most of the people in the compound. So, I don't think any of those were, were worried about uh, being thrown in, and, and neither was I. <laughs> I, would, I would say this. Derek X surprised me to where I would I would put him in, like, the top three or four guys at one point. He, when we did the Yeah Boy Challenge, he killed it. Killed it. Didn't get tired. Went up the ladder quick. He was helping Tasha uh, get up the ladder, and that may be the only reason they didn't win because they were taking so long. To, to make sure that they did that second jump. And then him and Caleb get into the uh, containment, not the containment, the barrel treasure challenge, and they are killing everybody. I don't care what Tyson says. I don't think that he would have got there before them, no matter who his partner was. If he was swimming alone, then yes. But it was there were no two people who were beating Derek X and Caleb back and forth. Caleb's uh, lifeguard or whatever, so she can swim really well, and Derek X I had no idea he could swim that good. <laughs> As I'm throwing out the thing, I'm like, man, this dude is like 60 yards ahead of me. So he's doing really well. I hope they bring him back. I'd like to see him have another chance. 
Yeah, he, he and he's probably the funniest dude I've met. <laughs> like just just straight straight funny all day. Never never a dull moment with Derek Gates. Are, are you watching him and Claire on the Amazing Race? I have not. I, you know, I have. That's one show that I haven't gotten into. Um, Me too. You and Kiki are definitely going to be asked to run that race. Like, there's like no doubt in my mind they're going to be calling you up soon. You know, like, the, th- the thing that, that gets me locked into a show is, like, overcoming and physical, uh, physical, you know, competition, uh, seeing stress and strain, those type of things. And I watched, I think, one episode of Amazing Race two seasons ago, and it was the first one. See, I was like, oh, yeah, what, like, what am I? What am I doing? They had to run in a restaurant, and they had people that were dressed like the king and the queen, and they had to get an envelope. And go the forest and the queen, yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, and that was, that was the last time I watched. It. Nothing against it. It just it just doesn't really draw me in like it draws other people in. I feel that. I feel yeah. that. One one thing I thought was super interesting about this season was you had the Survivor and Big Brother, the Big Brother and Survivor cast, and they're very strategic, a little bit more physical. But then you have these Love Island people that, with all due respect, were seemingly, seemingly just there to have fun. Was that difficult to navigate for the more strategic players? Uh, was that really how they were acting in there, that it was just a kind of vacation? Or were they maybe more strategic than uh, we saw on screen? Uh, I, I was, I'm not sure how strate- uh, strategic they were. Um, I don't think they were just there to have fun, though. They were there to play, to play the game. They were... They were trying to figure out where they fit in. I know Kira and Justine and, and Cash were trying to figure out which way they should go because they know that they were a block of, of three or four. I know they weren't working with the men. So they were aware of like, hey, these dudes are messing with us. We need to find find other people to go see if we can get attached to to make sure that the numbers are in our favor. Um so I actually I think they did I think they did pretty well. Now when it was time to go out to the club. Yeah, they <laughs> they party, they danced, they drank, they had a good time, and we actually needed that because the age range for this cast was like forty five all the way down to what maybe like twenty four. So you uh-huh. know, the forty year olds in the upper thirties are like sitting there drinking wine at the table, like we're at a restaurant. Uh, all right. Is that the amazing race calling you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they're sitting down, you know, like they're we're at dinner. And then you have the group of the Love Island girls, and they're like partying for real. And then as it started to dwindle down, the nights out weren't as fun, which is probably why you didn't see them as much, right? Because when the Love Island girls were there, they were making sure it was a good time and all that stuff. And then, you know, it was like a sit-down dinner as the numbers got a little low. Did uh, did anyone try to pick up the the Love Islanders as a number for their alliances? Was that ever a consideration for yourself, Dom, and uh, Desi? Uh, I think so. Shan was uh, attempting to get the Love Island girls to come over with me, her, Tasha, Dom, and Desi. Um, she wanted Kira. She, uh, me and Justine were bunkmates, so me and Justine were already cool. Um, but she ended up getting voted out, so it didn't really work out. And I wasn't, I'm not really sure how much they trusted Shan. I think Shan brought in her personality from Survivor 41, where people saw it and they're like, ah, I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, if you meet Shan in person, I'm telling you, the most lovely, bright, positive person that you've ever met in your life, so much to where it could seem like it's not as authentic because they just saw the season where she was, you know, mm-hmm. people and 
getting their advantages and all the other stuff. So I think people were a little standoffish to see, to know if she was really being honest with them and really want to work with them, which is unfortunate because she really did want to make a connection with some of those girls. And it just, it just didn't work out and she didn't have the time because she got blindsided. And she, <laughs> she's, she's one of the most entertaining people to watch on these types of shows. And I, she grew on me on your season of survivor. At first I was, I was not, Shan Stan, I was like, I can't. And then as it went on, I was obsessed with the drama. So, do you think we'll see her back? Ooh, I, you know what? I'm, I'm not sure. I, <laughs> Survivor, Survivor, yes, I believe yeah. that if she gets the shot to go back on Survivor, which she absolutely should, I believe she will do that. Um, I'm not sure about the challenge. I don't. I'm not sure how how she felt about her experience on there, but she is a Survivor fan and she yeah. definitely another shot to go out there and try to win that million dollars. I feel yeah. like she could do the challenge again. She just needs like a couple seasons to like cool off. Like yeah. bananas and and uh I think West have talked about that before in the past where they just need to do like a couple cool off seasons so that people just kind of forget. I think like the survivor to the challenge transition was like maybe a bit too quick for her. The theme song sent her over the edge of course. It's pretty much back to back. We we did we we did Survivor, and then we watched the season, and then I know I got the call the day after the final. So wow. it was literally watching the seat, like doing the season, experiencing all everything that went on, then having to watch it play back, having to try to process that, then also having to process should I go on the challenge? Who's going <laughs> to be on there? What are they? What like what kind of theme are they trying to build with this? And I think it it, it was probably too fast for a lot of us. Probably too fast for the Big Brother people as well. So um, a lot of people coming off the show have complained about the food situation there. Was it that bad? Like people are like, I'm never going on the show again because the food was awful. I hated the food. What was going on with the food? Uh, yeah, listen, the, the, the angriest that I've gotten on one of these shows was because of the food situation. So, yes. And uh, like I, I kind of I, I try to make sure that I stay even killed and not get upset. And the food didn't taste well. Um, I want to say I probably found hair in my food four or five times after complaining, it would just continue to happen. Right. And then, so people would just start like asking, Hey man, can you just bring us some chicken breasts and we'll do the cooking ourselves. So I was in there cooking, Derek's in there cooking. And it was one point to where <laughs> I don't, I don't really like salmon like that. Like I'll eat it, but I don't, I like, you know, I don't, I don't like it like that. And Every time they brought a dish out that was halfway decent, people would say, hey, uh, you know what? They, hey, pat them on the back. Hey, this is this is a good dish. All right, keep it up. They would bring that dish out like every other day. <laughs> <laughs> so I already don't like the salmon. And somebody told them that it was good. And Angela made like a little soy mix to put on top of the fish and all this stuff. So we're all sitting at the table. And I think they're watching to say, oh, man, this is good. And they brought this, this fish out probably like every Tuesday and Sunday. I was like, hey, listen, listen, please, for me, do not bring this every other day. We need something else. Like, I can't eat it. Like, I'm not eating because to me, it's not edible. I can't eat it that much. And they brought it out again after a challenge, and I almost lost it. I'm talking about, hey, 
I'm not eating this shit. I'm never eating it again. Like y'all need to figure out a way. I'll never come back on the MTV show. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. They should have been in the final. Tyson enjoyed watching me spiral because I, I don't think he ever thought he would have saw me spiral over something like that. Like maybe like a challenge or losing or something. But it's like, oh, fish. This is. This is- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the stuff that then they take that, like, right? They cut that out of context, and then you've got a Salmon Gates trending on Twitter. Yeah, you're lucky. They chose to not use those things uh, to edit you a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had a, I had a couple moments. I had the, the moment with Ben and Sarah was uh, after after I had won. So we had a lot of drinks. I think that was probably the hardest that we partied. Uh, the whole time we were there. I think everybody was in a really good mood. We're drinking, having a good time. So I got back and I was a little, you know, a little intoxicated. And so things were a little, little more escalated than usual. But I was like, I woke up the next morning. I'm like, I let them get me that upset. (laughs) (laughs) I let me get through that upset. Like something's going on. I got to get out of this uh, compound. How was uh, eating the onion and the garlic and the lemon juice compared to the salmon? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would I would have ate the salmon. I would have ate the salmon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that man, that sucks. It's so it, like you see it, and I'm like, okay. I, was, I went to LSU. I'm from Houston. We do crawfish boils. It's nothing but garlic, onion, seasoning, and you just let it boil. And when it comes out, you eat the onions and you eat the garlic, and you like having a good time with it. So I'm like, easy, easy peasy. And you sit down and you realize it's elephant garlic. So it's not just regular cloves, like the small cloves. It's this huge, huge garlic. Take the first one. I'm like, this This how I'm going to do it. I'm going to take it like a pill. I'm going to put it in my mouth. I'm going to drink the lemon juice. I'm going to swallow it. I'm going to try to get all nine, right? I got two down. The third one got stuck right in the middle of my no. throat. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, wait. I'm going to have to figure out another way to do this. So I'm cutting the garlic in half now so I can, like, chew it and then try to do it again. And they come and take the knife and the fork. They take it away from us. They're like, nah, nah, we're not going to let y'all do it this way. So now... You got to like bite into it, chew it up, and then figure out a way to get it down. And the, then you, the onion, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> I'm talking about taste buds burning. Uh, your nose is like running. Like everything is, your body, it's, it was more of like the reaction that your body was having to eating that stuff than the taste of it, right? So it, it was horrible. It tastes horrible. It burned your taste buds. But the way that your body reacted to having all of that go into it was probably probably the worst did uh dom actually shit his pants <laughs> in the tent no 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 this is pants oh just <laughs> he, was saying, yeah, he was saying he was saying because you know we got all those clothes on and i was getting up in the middle of the night to go so another funny story so i'm out so we're doing the challenge and finally we all get to go to sleep and you it's raining outside the entire night it's freezing winds blowing the tits going all over the place and it's hard to get a comfortable spot because there's so much water inside the tent. So when you get your comfortable spot, you're like, I got to stay here. Well, we've been drinking water and electrolytes all night. So you got to get up and you got to go use the bathroom. Well, the last time I go use the bathroom, I'm, I get up, I go to the back of the tent. And when I finish, I turn around and I see TJ and all the production coming. Right. And it looks like a SWAT team. Right. You're like, you're like, all right, they're in the field. They're going to go, go, you know, get a, get a victim or something, you know, uh, whatever. So I'm walking back and I'm like, I get in the tent. I'm like, hey, y'all, y'all got to get up. They, they on the way. It's over. It's over. And then you see TJ like open it up like, oh, you guys stink. <laughs> and what he's smelling is 
like a full day of work and sweat. <laughs> he's, he's selling onions and garlic. And then the field that we're walking through, it's like a grazing field, right? So it's like cow and horse manure all over the place. So he's also smelling all of the manure that we've been stepping in the, the whole night and going in and out of the tent. So he's, yeah, it's a, it, I'm, I'm sure it, it was it, it was a pretty bad smell in there. Oh, God. <laughs> Terrible. Um, since we're talking about the final again, um, what really went down with Angela? Because I just don't feel like she would have been a quitter if she knew all the rules or wasn't expecting to maybe time out. Like, it just seems like it was a little bit unfair from our perspective as to like what went down there. And we've seen in the past TJ coming out and being like, Hey, like, you know, you don't want to quit. Like, do you really want to do this? And like has a conversation. So what, where is the miscommunication that happened here? Because it really, it really sucked to see Angela go out like that. When I just feel like she, if she knew all the rules, she would have wanted to stay. Yeah. I want to, I want to start this off by saying that I love Angela. Angela's great. Angela actually, I twisted my ankle during the final and didn't think I was going to be able to continue. And she wrapped it for me. Right. So me and Angela were also cool in the game. So I want to make sure I say all that. And then I want to say this. Okay. The rules said you have to move the dirt from the pole and then you have to put this dirt in the box. You have to reveal the code. And then once you have that code, you have to memorize it. And then you have to move the dirt from the pit back to the pole. You have to do this because you need a, that has to be your ladder to then reach the lockbox at the top of the pole, unlock it to get the Sudoku pieces. It says you cannot move on unless you have these pieces. It actually said the two black bags, right? So the fact that she wasn't able to get the Sudoku, well, we didn't know there was Sudoku pieces at the time, but now, you know, if you don't have the Sudoku pieces, you're not going to be able to finish the final. But I felt that it was clear in saying that you're not going to be able to move on if you do not have these bags. So I know that Tyson has said that they allow people to time out um, after Dom and Sarah went. And I would disagree with that. I would say that Tyson and I mean that Dom and Sarah moved all of their dirt back. Right. And I was asleep at the time. So they moved all their dirt back. Production went in, I believe, and had a conversation to see if Dom and Sarah were okay with them saying, okay, you only have to move enough dirt back to reach your puzzle pieces to unlock the code. And then, then you can, you can be done with it. So when I woke up, Justine was like, Hey, listen, all we got to do is have enough dirt to move, uh, to make sure that we can get our pieces from, uh, from the pole. So I go out and I'm like, my hands are freezing. I can't really move them. I get to the top of the thing and I can't put the code into the uh, into the lock. And I look to the right and Tyson's already asleep. Um, Angela's asleep, of course. And then Sarah and uh, and Dom are in the tent. And I'm like, hey, man, me and Justine out there. I'm like, hey, man, like everybody's done. <laughs> like, can I just go in? And he looks at me and he says, you need to finish this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Angela's Angela's in trouble. And I don't know what they told her when she actually stopped the challenge, but they a bunch of cameras ran over there to her. They talked to her for like five minutes. And then they also interview all of us afterwards as well. Like, so what do you think about Angela's decision? Do you think this is going to come back to fight? Or do you think this, do you think that? So in my mind, I'm like, there had to be maybe not clear to where, Hey man, if you don't do this, then you're probably going to get disqualified. But it's like, Hey, are you sure you, are you sure you want to do this? Like you really need to finish this. Are you sure you want to do this? Um, so as far as it being fair, I've never seen anybody time out of the overnight challenge or be able to do that on the overnight portion. Always have to do the overnight portion, no matter what. I've seen people be able to time out on puzzles and I've never seen people be able 
timeout on eating challenges, I believe. I could be wrong just from what I, what I remember. Overnight portions are pretty much mandatory, and then the eating portions have been pretty much mandatory, and then puzzles are have been, you know, a little different based on if it's like a time challenge or points. I, I think uh, I think a problem that a lot of fans had with the final was the legs of the final where the women were running on their own were very, they were very different in terms of the difficulty. Uh, all due respect to Sarah, hers was a swimming challenge with a, with a puzzle at the end that could have been completed by one person, whereas Justine and uh, Angela had very difficult solo challenges to do. And then another inconsistency was Justine, the rules for that leg that we saw at least were memorize the uh, numbers, run to the, run to the checkpoints. If you get the numbers wrong, you have to go back to the start. We saw Justine finish in last and we didn't see her put the numbers uh, into the puzzle, but uh, she never had to go back and she just got last place. So there was an inconsistency there. Why, why do you think that was that she didn't have to go back and redo it? She got uh, last place. I know you alluded to you can time out of um, of non-overnight challenges, but why have in the rules then that you have to go back to the start if you don't complete it? Yeah, so with, with, with Justine, one, she, she was way in last uh, at that point, so she had done all the work, and she didn't, what she did was you had to run up the you had to run up the mountain first with the first decoder that you had, and then you had to put the code in. Then you also so when you finish with that decoder and you had to go back down the mountain, you had to pick up another decoder off of a tree and then go down the mountain. Well, she forgot to grab the second decoder uh to the you know before she came down. So she had all her numbers correct, and then when she got down, uh they realized one, everybody was done. And that she would have to run all the way back up there to get it and then put them back. So they did let her time out. They let the thing that I thought was consistent um, with the final was that on the first challenge, Dom and Angela were able to time out. They were able to time out only because everybody else had completed uh, the challenge. So Justine then was able to time out only after everybody else had then completed the challenge. Sarah, in the final, if you watch the clips, because I know this is like a, a, a big thing for the final, Sarah is sitting at that first puzzle, right? And she's sitting there for a long time. The only way that she is going to be able to time out is when everybody else is finished with the challenge, right? So everybody quits, and then you see them cut back to Sarah and blow the horn because everybody is then technically done with the challenge. Mm. I, I see the logic there. I so see the there, logic there's, there. There's no, there. There's no one for her to then catch up to and beat because she timed out. She, right. Everybody else is done with it. And I believe the same thing would have happened if Tyson and Dom and whoever would have waited until I completed. When I got to the top, they would have then let them time out right. the men to move on to the next portion mm -hmm. of the challenge. Probably Tyson. Take some of your money. Um, yeah, yeah. So so which, if, I'm, which I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> if Sarah say thought she, she Sarah thinks she's done, she decides to quit before they let her move on, and everyone else still quits. Do you just take home 
all 500k. In That's that what case. I thought was happening. That's what I thought was going to happen. Uh, I you think they wanted a woman to win regardless. And then, and then I, then I keep all 500 if she, if she doesn't, if she doesn't finish. Hey. But I don't, I know, like everybody thinks differently. My thought is, you know, people were only they're not gonna let, they're not gonna let you time out and then go and beat beat somebody who completed the puzzle or whatever the the goal the thing right. was right so yeah. they made, they made Sarah sit down there until you know there was nobody else for her to compete with and then she got to move on to the next one did she so- do the sudoku they they showed her sudoku <laughs> oh, i'm not sure about that <laughs> They showed they, her doing something. They showed no, her doing some of it. No, so they so they showed my completed uh, Sudoku after I yeah. was done. Yeah. Then they show, they they just take a glimpse at Tyson's, and then after Sarah's done, they show her full completed Sudoku. <laughs> was okay. it yours? Was it hers? I don't know. Anyway, so right. <laughs> you know, I just was like, oh, convenient. She's like amazing at puzzles now, and she can just solve this Sudoku. No big deal. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Okay, because this is this is another thing. Okay, it's just. A, so the assumption is that Tyson, if he knew how to do Sudoku, well, Sudoku is the reason why he did not win the challenge. Mm-hmm. You, do you guys feel that way? Um, complete it, not necessarily win. I think. Okay. Well, he see, he was pretty. Far, it, it's hard for us to tell how far ahead of you he was. If he had finished the Sudoku before you had gotten to the Sudoku, I would assume that he would have won. And then, so and to that, I say this: so the first day matters. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so you were up by one point or two points. Going I was up by one point. But one. say this: if Dom is at that Sudoku and I'm not, and he finishes before Tyson to then go to the top, what does Tyson then do? Because Tyson's still going to win the uh, win the yeah, match. Yeah, he'd still win. Right. Just have enough points because he had enough points. Right. So Sudoku didn't hold Tyson back. The entirety of the challenge is what is the reason why he did not win. He did not have enough points to say, "All right." I'm going to sit here and wait long enough to see if I can figure I this out and move forward. If, if that was Right. Him, if so that you're was saying. Him, he, he continues to go. So put in the work at the beginning of the, of the, of the final to then say, all right, well, this is, this is where we are. And you still can't win. So, so now it's over. But if that's Dom there and it's not me and I'm, and I'm no longer in the, in the final. He is going to uh, sit there until he figures out how to get that thing done. So yeah. literally, if he had figured, if he had been able to win first place multiple times on day one, had so many more points than you that it didn't matter, he, he could have just sat there. I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. So, I accept wow. this. So, yeah. That's how they make you equal, right? Okay. Uh, so, this is a, a, a marathoner. He runs mountains and he swims, right? So, they have that in there, but they know everybody doesn't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. if you don't make a, you know, an Iron Man race, then yeah, Tyson, yeah, let, let him race. Of course, he's going to win, but they have to figure out a way to then make it equal. And, and that's and that's what it was. Well, that yeah. was the thing I was actually with all you know. And I, I love Tyson, but like with all the talk, like throughout the entire season, I was shocked. Like I was laid out that he didn't know the rules to Sudoku. I'm horrible at it, but I was like, "What? Like this is not real. Like I can't believe." But he does know the rules, though. He said it. He knows. Yeah, he said he knew the rules, but he had never played it, and so yeah. he because it was a big board, you weren't able to write a little one in the corner and do like how you draw it out. You're just amazing at them. So you were able to 
do it quickly, he was yeah, not able and I'm to. And I'm glad you said that as well, because I got to just knock all these things down. Just because you know how to do Sudoku does not mean you would have easily done that puzzle. Yeah, for sure. Or you for sure. Made a mistake, all right? So yeah, but Sudoku is not like a jigsaw to where once, like, you know, whatever, the pieces get it. No, you have to be able to then think through it and figure it out. There is no secret sauce to figuring out the Sudoku. You have to know how it works. And then whatever your strategy is, you have to you have to get that done. So just because you know how to do it doesn't mean you would have then quickly figured out how to get that finished. So what would you say this Sudoku puzzle? I know when you get the Sudoku books, they got easy, medium, hard, expert. <laughs> what would you say this Sudoku puzzle was? Was it more of a expert level Sudoku or? Uh, man, if I'm... If... Somewhere between easy and medium. Uh, they, they, <laughs> they, they knew, you know, like where we had been the day before and we hadn't gotten any sleep, we hadn't eaten. So they, they would have been crazy to give us a, a hard uh, Sudoku puzzle. Uh, so somewhere between easy and medium. It wasn't the easiest thing that I've ever seen. And it's definitely more difficult when your hands are freezing, you hadn't slept all night, and the wind is literally blowing the Sudoku puzzle around to where your pieces are falling off. Um yeah, so somewhere between easy and medium. What's, what's crazy is I was missing a piece to my Sudoku. I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> so I did not have a a one right. So my whole my whole puzzle spilled out, and all I need is a one right. And I'm like, there's no one in my bag, and they're like, Danny, everything's in there, and I'm like, there's nothing <laughs> in there, right? They're like, well, you got to dig through the snow. So I'm like digging through the snow to see where the, like the piece is. So I'm sitting there for extra, you know, four or five minutes, and then. Like Tyson is uh, correct when he says he's like, man, just let the guy go. Like, yeah. <laughs> give him a one and let him get out of here if his puzzle's correct. So finally, they 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 give me the one that's been missing. I put it in, it is correct, and then I get to go. So shout out to Tyson, man. He uh, you know, he, he gave you that win, right? No. I'll tell you this. I don't and I don't know Tyson or Sarah to be liars. I want to make sure that I'm I, you know I make that clear. Everybody tells the story from their own perspective. Um, Tyson was honest in a lot of his uh, stuff about some of the things that didn't go right. But all that stuff, in my mind, didn't go right for everybody. Like, I don't, it wasn't pointed at one specific person. So, yeah, some things that can be fixed. Um, and hopefully they do next time. So, <laughs> so, I mean, maybe you've already answered this before. Maybe this has already been addressed. But I would say that this is one of the wins and not directly having to do with you specifically that has been like the most polarizing in the challenge community, <laughs> like for people doing interviews, there's been articles. So like, how has that made you feel? Because like on one hand, like it's amazing. It's no small feat to win a challenge, especially the first time that you've played, but then for it to kind of be shrouded with all of this stuff and everybody's opinions, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, listen, I, I'm fine. I like I I know what it was. I was there, so I know the experience that we all went through. I know for the women, they, they may have a different point of view from it just because the, I think what happened with the women is they thought that Ben was going to sign whatever paper to mm -hmm. say that, hey, we, we let you go once he saw what the challenge was. And the fact that he got there and still was like, I ain't signing that. Now you're in a, you know, you're in a tough spot, right? You got all this stuff set up. For two people, now you got to try, try to figure out how to get it done. Bad preparation on their part, maybe. So the women may have more of a gripe than the men, but for us, I believe that uh, it was it was it was the same, the same the same things that were wrong across the whole thing were wrong for everybody. Tyson mm -hmm. had an issue 
with the decoder. When we ran up, Tyson was finishing, and he was then watching us go through the same problem that he had with, like, I could hear him, like, whispering, like, watch, their number's not going to be right. <laughs> their number's not, number's not going to be right. So me and Sarah go back, and we do this math problem, like, five times, and we're like, I, I don't know. And then finally it's like, okay, what's the number? And then we told them what the number was, and they're like, okay, that is right. I'm like, all right. So What's happening? Yeah, I don't, I don't, that one I have no idea. I don't know what, what was going on with that one because it was pretty basic math. It was like 91 plus 11 plus 9. So it was all addition. Um, so, yeah, I don't know where the miscommunication was on that one. Um, but to, I don't care. I won. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah, it's all good for you. And I, and, I, and I truly feel that I don't like that is not why I went on the show. Like they gave me an opportunity to go out here. And at that point, I thought compete for five hundred thousand dollars. Right. So the goal is figure out what you need to do to win five hundred K. All the stuff that happened after that doesn't matter. Right. The money is mine. <laughs> so people can talk about winning, losing, all this stuff. I've already reached the peak of what I wanted to do with my professional life. Now it's the challenge and survivor and taking nothing away from that. But I still put my NFL career leaps and bounds, uh, you know, ahead of like the challenge or survivor. And that's just me. Cause that's what I grew up doing. Right. And everybody may not feel that way, but that, that is where I am. So shout out to the challenge. I'll do it again. And yes. it, won't, it won't be flashy. <laughs> there won't be any of that. And you just know that I'm going on there to figure out what, whatever the easiest way for me to get the dub that's what I'm going to do. Are you excited about the potential to go against some of the greats in this big tournament? Cough, uh, cough, like bananas or like any like any of these potential MTV beasts? You know, I, I wouldn't say excited. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I think it'll be fun. I just don't know what the challenges will be, right? We've all watched the MTV portion of it. And even, take out Hall Brawl. So take out Hall Brawl. And then just the rest of the stuff that's more physical versus what we did on the CBS challenge. If that is in there, yes, I am super excited. If it's dumbed down a little bit to where it's tri- more trivia and more puzzles and whatever, yeah, I'm still happy to go out there and compete. But my realm, you know, not, yeah. not exactly. Yeah. Well, I think I think you're you're speaking to like you're you're preaching to the converted already. I think we we all have hall brawl fatigue, so. <laughs> We don't see that for a while. Like I would rather see uh, Paul Russell. I'd rather see many other Paul things ben. that still have the yeah that still have the physical component. But uh, I I don't want to see you in a hall brawl. I don't want to see a lot of people in a hall brawl. No. I think as long as I'm a well, first of all, I don't think the hall brawl is going anywhere. But especially as long as they have the opportunity to have a in former NFL player in there, the hall brawl is going to be an option. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Like, I, they probably would would have paid anything for me to get last, and then somebody throw Cinco in and see us both go. Both yep. absolutely, absolutely. So, so well, I, I think it's still to be an option. Well, speaking of this tournament of champions, how, do you and Sarah have a game plan as to like how you guys are going to tackle this next season to bring the win home to the USA? Uh, no, nah, no game plan. Just because uh, I'm pretty sure that there are going to be some type of twist in there where they. They, they don't really allow you just to work together. Like, we're probably going to, if there's MTV people on there, we're probably going to be teamed up with one of them and try to figure out how not to get, you know, what what, what do they say on MTV when they take out all the rookies? How yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not to get done done like the rest of these people. So, no game plan. We're working out super hard, uh, running a lot of miles, doing a lot of swimming, 
uh, sending each other puzzles to make sure that we we're up on <laughs> all the puzzle games so we can make sure that we can practice that and we're mentally ready. But uh, other than that, yeah, just just you know, just working out and waiting, just just seeing how how it's going to come about. And oh, other so than exciting. other than Sarah, are you expecting to see anyone else from the USA version? Tyson alluded to being asked to be on it and declining. I don't know if there's much truth to that, but are you expecting to see anyone else from the USA? Uh, not that I, I mean, if they ask Tyson, then I assume that they have to ask another male from our season. So possibly, uh, I know yeah, of the people who haven't been called and none of them are, are, are my friends. So, <laughs> I don't know. um, so, and then that also opens it up to if they call Tyson, then there's another woman who's going to be on there as well. So I'm sure that'll come out soon. Um, but they're probably telling everybody to keep it under wraps, anything mm. away, and make sure you don't lose your money, you know, based on whatever contract you got. Oh, yeah. I mean, Desi would be great. Justine would be great. Desi would be great. Ben, just because he didn't get his opportunity to then run the final, uh, good to see him get another shot. And, you know, I love Cinco and, and X, so we'd, we'd love to see them on as well. How about Enzo? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Um, Enzo is a great guy. He's great around the house. A lot of laugh, a lot of jokes. Dude, just you just sit down and talk to him and, and make the day go by a little faster. But he just, you know, water, water, water is not his thing. Water is mm. not his thing, and he's not he's not scared to tell you that. Um, but no, I don't want to see him be able to hop on there and quit on another water challenge because you know that we're going to be in that type of water again. It's yeah. happening. <laughs> Well, I know that you do have football probably on the brain uh, right now. So maybe is there anything else that you wanted to share with us that we didn't see that we need to know that, like, you have to kind of share with us before we kind of close this uh, out? Yeah, let's – oh, okay. Um, okay, one – okay, so I've said me, Dom, and Desi have been in an alliance the entire time. I did not throw Desi away when Angela brought that plan to make sure that it was the survivor men and the survivor women, you know, X, Y, Z or whatever. So they brought, she brought that plan to one. I was already cool with Angela. So me and Dom are sitting there and she comes with the plan to make sure that they're protected. At the time, when you look at the game, you say, okay, me, Dom and Desi are trying to get to the end. This plan really helps Dom, right? Nobody's throwing Desi in. <laughs> she's connected all over the house, right? She, she's cool with Tyson. She's cool with all the uh, all the, the Fab Five. And I feel like I'm in a good position to not then be thrown in because now we're in single elim- uh, we're in single elimination and we just saw a hall brawl. So everybody's assuming like, nah, Danny's, you don't want to see Danny in that. If we do, he might come back. Dom is the, the one where people may take a chance on throwing him in. And you see that the next episode where people are like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, do Dom, right? So they're like, hey, you want to tell Desi? And I'm looking over. They're on the other side of the courtyard, and I see Desi, and I see Cash, and I see Sarah. And anybody who watched my season of Survivor, you know that I told Shan that it was time to vote Ricard out. Mm -hmm. Shan and Liana have some type of conversation to where they decide they're going to stick together over me and Deshaun, blows up all of our game. And I'm like, not happening again. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yes, Angela, Desi's off limits. Desi's off limits. I'll tell her myself later. Don't even worry about it. This so happens the next challenge is sabotage. So you don't really get a shot. And it was sitting on the boat right before that. And then if you look on the on the on the camera, I'm sitting there with Angela and Alyssa. 
when they make the Fab Five toast. And I'm supposed to tell Desi, hey, me, Angela, and you and Alyssa, we're, we're all good. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, what should I do? So we go through, me and Desi win. You couldn't have wrote this any better. Like, this, <laughs> like within two days, all of this comes about. Me and Desi win. And, uh, and we literally go through all day, all day of like, who is it going to be? I'm like, I'm throwing in cash. She can't swim. We got to be able to get out. Desi, let's do the same thing. We said we only need to make it to the end. And she's kind of worried about Angela. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> we're not climbing on side of trucks. We're not doing any of that. Like, none of this is correlated to the final. You can beat her. Don't worry about it. So we finally decide we're going to uh, put cash in. Desi says, let's go tell cash. She, I say, I'm going to go take a shower. We tell her after, after I get out of the shower. I come back and Desi has a look on her face like she just said something to Cash. And now they want to then turn around and go throw someone else in. So I'm like, this this, this isn't going to work for me. I don't know how we're going to do this. We've already told everybody in the alliance, Tyson, Dom, everybody. We've been yeah. telling them all day that we're good. So everybody, I think everybody was going through this thing of like, how would a disagreement work? And I've seen past challenges so i'm like most likely this so desi's not bringing her clothes right so none of like they're not going to make her go into elimination what may happen is sarah will then have the opportunity to pick whoever she wants to go against so as we're walking out i'm telling desi listen i'm not trying to bombard you right if you want to have a disagreement that's fine me and you are still going to be good it's only about us making it to the end and she's like no 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 you're right you're right i see why you want to do this Let's just stick together. Let's get it done. Never threw under the bus. Never thought that if we disagree, she was going to go in. It was just like, hey, listen, we do disagree. TJ's going to say it. And then everybody's going to know that, Sarah, if you really want to, then you can then call Angela in. But I'm not going to tell anybody that. <laughs> right. That that makes sense. And Desi um, wanted the path of least resistance with that, too. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I was, we all did. We, yeah. Like, <laughs> we heard and Dom's thing was, Listen, however, however we have to get to the end, let's get to the end. Dom, Dom some, to sometimes she, he wanted to go for the big move. He he did his big move against Kylan. He wanted to do his big move against Angela where they stood up there when they were teams and we were still in uh, in, a, in the team portion of the game. He was going to, like, tell her that he was on board. And he was like, Danny, what do you think if I tell her that we're on board, but I have my gear on underneath, right? I got my gear on underneath. And as we're sitting under there, and TJ says, Dom, who do you want? Then I tell him that I want to go against somebody that she won't put in. And then I pull off my shirt like I'm Superman. I'm like, <laughs> well, if you don't want to, then me and you are going in. I'm ready to do that. I'm like, Dom, <laughs> Dom don't do this, please. It would have been good, though. <laughs> say this we've been successful with if you're in my alliance we make it oh. to the end okay me and Deshaun true Deshaun on Survivor made it all the way to the end of the game you know I went out first but he's final three and the same thing all three of us made it boo Enzo <laughs> 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 ruined the Desi shot 
Well, thank you so much, Danny, for being here. Like, this has been really fun. Honestly, I could talk to you forever. And like, we have a a gazillion more questions we could probably come up with. But we know that you have other things probably on the brain. So (laughs) hey, uh, Danny, how would uh, how would Tony Romo do on the challenge? Oh, Tony, you know what? Tony is one of those guys to where if you see if you didn't know he's Tony Romo, he's just walking down the street. You would not peg him as a football player. You wouldn't peg him as an NFL quarterback. You definitely wouldn't say that this guy won Mr. Basketball when he was in high school for his <laughs> right? But he's one of those guys, kind of like Tyson, to where he can do some of those weird things really well. Uh, probably good at puzzles if he plays NFL quarterback. You know he's in good enough shape to uh, to compete. Probably can swim. So I actually think he'll do pretty well. And he's a very good talker. If you watch any of the broadcast, yeah. you know, Tony Romo can talk and he just draws you in and makes you want to be his friend. So I think he'd be pretty damn good at it, but it would cost them, you know, 20 million just to get him. (laughs) After you went on uh, survivor and now the challenge, any of your NFL friends kind of get that itch to do reality TV as well? They think I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you out out here risking your life? Okay. You did this for six years. You're fine. Whatever. Why are you out here risking your life doing this? I'm like, bro, y'all play golf. I do this. (laughs) That's true. That's true. We we all need our thing. That's it. Well, is there anybody, anything that you want to plug right now as we Uh, sign off? Uh, not none to plug. If you, you know, Follow me on Instagram, Danny McCray40. Follow me on Twitter, Danny D. McCray. I'm getting more active on Twitter now because of my season uh, of, of the challenge. So I'm and I'm always listening to most of the podcasts. I'm, I would like to displug some of the horrible podcasts who go on like every week. I'm like looking and like after two or three days, you kind of like run out of podcasts to watch. And I'm like at work, I'm like I got, I got an hour. Let me see. And I watch some of these podcasts. And it's literally just some of the most negative stuff you've ever seen. If you want to say the show is bad, say that for the first, like, five minutes of the show. Just talk about how bad the episode was, whatever, and then get off of it and then break down the episode. Some of these things are like an hour of just this and that. I'm like, the ones that I left out of my tweet, okay, uh, back at the beginning of the season, those are the ones that I'm talking about. You guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are definitely appreciative of you like listening to us. Um, We were really excited. It was it was actually really fun when we discovered you were in the chat that one time. We're like, we don't believe it's him. It's not him. It's not him. So that was was so hilarious. I'm like, (laughs) what else do I have to do? And I I keep seeing that my picture's not on there. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that. Uh, say, but there's nothing for me to say to make you believe it. Yeah. No, <laughs> say something that only Danny would know. Yeah, like, <laughs> what is that? Like it's something about you know, everybody thinks that. So, you know, so I'm, I'm glad we got it figured out. So yes, it yes. is. <laughs> well, do you plan on watching 38? Because you can come back and chat with us about any episode if you're if you're going to be watching season 38, Ride or Die. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to watch 38. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay. We'll read between watch, the lines I watch, there. I watch. I watch it. I, I like. I still enjoy the show. Um, I still enjoy seeing some of those characters. You know that I grew up watching. It's still still fun to see them. So I'll, I'll definitely watch thirty eight. And if I'm available to come on, I'll definitely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just say, pull, a Tyson, pull a Tyson. Pull a Tyson and uh, commit to coming on and just don't show. Yeah. <laughs> if they do any challenges that I saw in the CBS version, if they've been calling weak. 
I'm going to call them out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm see onions and garlic on season 38. <laughs> yeah. No, there won't be. It'll be back to, you know, cow testicles or something like that. <laughs> so, well, thanks again for being here. Obviously, we really appreciate having you. This was a really good time. And everybody here in the chat that has been supporting you and loving you as the winner, like, I think that you are an epic winner. I think that you ran that final. Like, you can't take that away from you. Like, you owned it. And it was really awesome to see you like climb to that top of the mountain and nobody could even touch you. So yeah. congratulations on being an epic first winner of the challenge USA. And so happy that you came and chatted with us. It was really a good time. So until next time, everybody, thanks for being here. Go Bye. Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye,